0: Hi, this is Christine Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I'd like to talk with you about a wild shared experience I had while meditating. It was Thursday, October 12, 2006, and I was at the end of a week long group workshop called Lifeline at the Monroe Institute in Faber, Virginia. As a meditative exercise, we were learning to access a specific state of consciousness known as Focus Level 27, or F27 for short. My previous attempts at accessing this state had been intriguing, entertaining, and not really very successful. For instance, I was having trouble accessing a place in F-27 called the Healing Center. I could get into the focus level, I could find the Healing Center, and I could touch the doors, but try as I might, they would not open. I found this both amusing and annoying. But on this morning, Thursday, October 12, 2006, during this specific exercise, I was finally able to open the doors and enter. When I walked through the entrance, the space looked exactly like a hospital, but was a study in white. The walls were white, the floors were white, the ceilings were white, and the people in the center, who looked like doctors and nurses, all wore white and wrote on white charts with white implements, some of them sitting at white tables or leaning on white counters. It was not stark. It was bright and peaceful and very friendly. And as I walked through the entrance and down the first main hallway, various people glanced up and smiled, both with their mouths and with their eyes. Genuine, lovely, and warm, those quiet smiles made me feel completely at ease and totally welcome. As I reached the end of the hallway, I saw Reggie, a member of the workshop group. Over six feet tall and stocky, Reggie reminded me of a football player but he was gentle, and several times during the week we'd had hours-long conversations about everything from politics to the strength and frailty of the human heart. And there he was in my meditative experience, standing at the end of the hallway. I asked him what he was doing, and he said he was about to go into a room and nodded to his right, indicating a large, white hospital room, complete with a bed, table, lamp. I said I thought that the room was pretty standard-looking, and he said, so change it and I realized I could. I could make the room or anywhere else there look exactly as I wished, and with that resolved to create exciting forms with a little less white. Before I left, though, I took my right index finger and touched him between the brows on his forehead at what's known as the third eye, and I said, remember. I then went off to a healing pool in the middle of which was a giant crystal and floated for a time, gazing through the glass-domed ceiling of the watery oasis. At the end of the meditation, I returned to normal waking consciousness and furiously scribbled down my experience, including my conversation with Reggie in the hallway of the healing center. And just as I'd finished getting it all on paper, Reggie appeared, pointed directly at me, and said, I remember he then told me of the brilliantly white healing center and of the conversation we'd had in the hallway. He also said he later saw me in the pool and described it to A. T. I I was blown away and absolutely delighted. The implications of this, of having a very real and completely remembered experience with a friend while in a meditative state, one stole, soul to another, wow. This was the first time I'd consciously had a corroborated, shared, meditative experience, and it has not been my last. And when they occur, I wonder what reality allows for this type of experience. Certainly not the reality I live in most of my waking conscious life. In this reality, the one of alarm clocks and deadlines and traffic jams, I am separate from everyone else. But these glimpses of something... Something more, something something deeper lead me to think that perhaps reality is grander, broader, much more multifaceted and dimensional than I realize, at least most of the time. And it is through meditation and other non-usual channels that I and all of us can experience the greater reality where we can share experiences not just within physical proximity or with the aid of a phone or keyboard but through thought and energy too. When we are paying attention to these oft ignored channels of existence and communication, when we learn that separation may actually be false, perhaps we are all connected sharing a non-duality which simply allows for us to think we are all actually very separate individuals on very personal quests. And if this is so, it is this kind of construct which would explain and allow for things like shared and corroborated meditated experiences, and perhaps a lot of other esoteric experience as well. Hmm, perhaps I'll meditate on it. See you in F27. This is Christine Kinney for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.